atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk Show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the networks refuse to use. No doubt continues now. This is the broadcast for November the 9th in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is our two of two, and our goal always to protect life liberty and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We've got a round table today for sure, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking to wethekids.us and several different people involved in this incredible uh, organization. They've got their fingers in so many projects, it's hard to keep track of it all. But we're doing our best to break it, to break it down and, and get your arms around it uh, on your radio and then to find out how you can get involved uh, and more. Um, well, let's just hear from the children, shall we? As a schoolboy, one of Red Skelton's teachers explained the words and the meaning of the Pledge of Allegiance to his class. Skelton later wrote down and eventually recorded his recollection of this lecture. It is followed by an observation of his own. I, me, an individual, a committee of one, pledge, dedicate all of my worldly goods to give without self-pity, allegiance, my love and devotion, to the flag, our standard, a symbol of freedom wherever she waves, there is respect, because your loyalty has given her the dignity that shouts, Freedom is everybody's job. United, that means that we have all come together. States. Individual communities that have united into 48 states. 48 individual communities with pride, dignity, and purpose. All divided with imaginary boundaries, yet united to a common purpose, and that is love for our country. And to the Republic. A state in which sovereign power is invested in representatives chosen by the people to govern. And the government is the people. And it's from the people to the leaders, not from the leaders to the people. Indivisible. Incapable of being divided. With liberty. Which is freedom. The right of power to live one's own life without threats, fear, or some sort of retaliation. Injustice. The principle or qualities of dealing fairly with others. For all. Which means, boys and girls, it is as much your country as it is mine. Two states have been added to our country, and two words have been added to the Pledge of Allegiance under God. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Lydia Nuttle, ladies and gentlemen, is with us now, and she's the talk host on a Fox radio station in Pennsylvania for We the Kids. Right, Lydia? Amen. Yeah. All right. Tell us a little bit about the show. Tell us about how people can hear it. Who's on with you? Give us a breakdown. Well, I love doing this with Arch Hunter. He lives in the Philadelphia, Pennsylvania area. He was a, a he's a retired history teacher, taught for a bajillion years, and he is so much fun to do the show with. Um, we did a show originally together for WFYL eleven eighty AM uh, in Pennsylvania called Our American Heritage, and then um, that 
took off and um, they've now given We the Kids an opportunity to have our very own show. And Judy asked Arch if he would like to do that show as well, and he accepted. And so, da-da, you have Arch and Lydia doing the We the Kids radio show. It will begin airing at some point in the future. Um, it'll be on um, Saturday afternoon, um, their time. And um, it would be, if you're in the West Coast, uh, two or three hours after that or before that. So um, anyway, so that's how it got started. And so what we're doing now is we are going through the Forgotten American Stories, celebrating America's Constitution and dissecting each story in there. Uh, we have it's a half hour show and part of the show is for... Billy Eagle and the Colonel, Colonel John Idmo, uh, they have a segment. Uh, we have the kids doing the Pledge of Allegiance and um, opening the show. And uh, Arch and I then go into Forgotten American Stories and share with the American public these forgotten stories and teach principles that each one of these stories teach, um, principles that teach integrity, uh, work, earning <laughs> earning uh, what you want rather than demanding it or thinking you're entitled to it or should be just given it to you as a right. Um, and, and so, and I love juxtapositioning a true principle of freedom in this show with the opposite, I call it a broken belief that trends in society today and, and quite honestly has trended throughout uh history, really. You've, you've always had true principles and the opposite, broken belief, always battling back and forth throughout history. But I love identifying those and then letting the listeners, the audience, choose, well, uh, which one do you want to believe in, in your own life? And, uh, and we always invite our listening audience to, uh, to some specific, doing something specific uh, in, in their lives for good with that whatever principle it is that we, we teach for that radio show. So there you go. All right. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, on your radio for the last hour plus and for the rest of this hour, they're all We the Kids, board members and or educators, folks. They're doing a phenomenal work. And the idea that I didn't understand all this or know about their work and, until recently is just shocking to me. And that's why Liberty Roundtable Live is so important because it isn't about me. It's about bringing all these incredible projects and incredible work uh, that people are doing, bringing that to light, bringing that together where we can all work on things together and, and share our common understanding, our common beliefs, our common faith, our common hope, our uh, positive view for the future, and then how we can get involved and do something about it. Lydia Nettle, thank you. We know you got to fly. We appreciate you. And keep us posted on what you're doing, will you? All right. Absolutely. There, there she goes, Lydia Nettle, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go back to Steve. Uh, Steve Gronka is the founder of Advance America, which is kind of the umbrella over this whole thing because it's a 501c Three, uh, Steve, this is kind of like uh, you get a little idea in your mind and then uh, line up online, things grow and change and expand. The more people get involved and uh, the vision gets shared and pretty soon it's even beyond uh, what you ever thought it could be. It's almost like your dream and God's will prospers the effort, huh? Absolutely. No doubt about it. 
And the, <laughs> one of the things I was just thinking about as uh, Lydia was talking and, and the show is progressing is that, you know, it used to be, as you well know, that the Bible was used in our school system to teach the different subjects. But what we're doing is sort of a reverse of that. We, the kids, and Sequest Kids is a great way to teach kids about the Bible while they're learning the different academic disciplines, whether it's history or, you know, the application of the sciences and the boat building and navigation and seamanship and all that sort of thing. And we, uh, we did a boat building project with the oldest summer camp in the country. It's located in uh, New Jersey on the coast uh, near Cape May and Stone Harbor in that area. And uh, they said, after the kids built the boats there the first time they did it, that in their more than 100-year history, it was the best program that they ever saw to, to uh, do with kids and to teach the Bible. And we always have fun with the kids learning how to, to build a boat and applying uh, things that they will learn in the Bible, like what's a cubit, you know, so... No one ever knows what a cubit is, but a cubit is uh, from the bottom of your elbow to the tip of your middle finger. That's what a cubit is. So I always take the, the youngest kid in, in the group and say, okay, well, God told us to go build a boat and hold up your cubit. So they hold their cubit up. And I said, well, this is my cubit, you know, and then mine is like twice as big as theirs. I said, well, you're working on the boat, and I'm working on the boat, and you're building with your cubit, and I'm building with mine. We're going to build a boat that's going to sink because nothing will go together right. <laughs> Kids always get a big laugh out of that. But they're learning, you know. The, the well, then you cubit. then you got to become an apprentice for the master boat builder, and his cubit's the standard for this boat. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, what a great way for kids to learn, and then, you know, teaching the Bible from knowing the history of the country, which they're trying to completely take, I mean, literally, like, rip it out of the history books. Uh, they're so rabid on the communist liberal side of, of what's going on in this country. It's, it's just uh, staggering what's going on and how they're perverting the whole education system. But, but between We the Kids and Sequest Kids, what great ways to teach the Bible. And, and bring the Bible back into what we should really be learning. <laughs> I mean, a totally awesome combination. And then with the uh, the confidence level boost that these kids, it goes into the stratosphere and then knowing how things should work. We should be able to come up with a generation of kids that's going to stand up and be counted and not just say, oh, well, we know about that, but but not have the backbone to do anything about it. There's a lot of work to be done. There's a lot of projects in the works, and we're bringing them to you on your radio. When we come back, a quick comment from Judy Frazier. She's president and founder of We the Kids, and that's a project they're working on. Uh, all these people, folks, everybody we're highlighting today, WTK, We the Kids, wethekids.us. Hooked on history, ladies and gentlemen, is what we're talking about. We want to help your children and you get involved. Liberty is not free. 
its costs are innumerable. Without monetary funding, the valiant efforts of freedom-loving Americans become diminished or outright defeated. We present a solution, the Give Me Liberty Fund. The plan is quite simple. Invite individual Americans to contribute less than a dollar a day. These monetary funds are used to promote liberty-minded media, organizations, events, candidates, movements, and speakers. In the spirit of transparency, all expenditures are published. Patriotic business owners provide discounted products and services to Give Me Liberty Fund members. Our greatest strength is in numbers. Go to GiveMeLibertyFund.com and become part of the solution today. GiveMeLibertyFund.com Participate in the peaceful restoration of the greatest and freest country in the world. Kosher. Certified. Put the two words together to get co-certified, which is spelled with an S-E-H instead of just S-H. It's the right way to spell this, the German way, and it made it easier to trademark. Now, did I tell you that the letters S-C-H still make the shh sound, as in all those American food producers saying shh, let's keep it really quiet that our product is kosher certified. Think about it. Nearly one century of kosher certification, and hardly anyone outside exclusive observers knows that most packaged food and kitchen products are literally certified by religious intermediaries. Well, because you, consumer, are indirectly paying for this, the Co-Certified app is here to make kosher certification awareness an inclusive matter for people of all faiths and identities. And it even boasts a unique database of products not kosher certified. We call that NKC. Start memeing it. It's fun. NKC, not kosher certified. Now, to confuse our audience even more, we put a question mark at the end of our name. And that really cinched our trademark approval. It relates to the website where you can begin your new shopping behavior, thekosherquestion.com. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you live. Judy Frazier, president, founder, WeTheKids.us. So, Judy, I asked Steve this question, and I want to ask it to you also. You know, you kind of have a dream. The Lord kind of starts you off on this path, and little by little things happen. And before you know it, you're way beyond what you ever thought it would be. You know, you have this little kind of vision or a little spark and a little idea. Man, I feel like I should work on this or do this or be part of this. Or And before you know it... I mean, I've been a radio talk show host for 25 plus years, uh, and I've been able to broadcast live from the Republican National Convention. I've been able to broadcast live from the Donald Trump inauguration. I've been able to go here and there across the country and just learn from some some of the greatest minds in the world. And I never had any vision like that. I just thought, oh, this is kind of neat. Maybe I ought to try this. Uh, and then I look back and go, wow, the Lord has different plans for me uh, than I had for myself. Uh, Judy, with this project, um, we... We the kids dot us. Do you feel a little like that? I I tell you what, it has been such a trip with learning, developing, meeting people. Uh, we the kids has been endorsed by the White House Historical Association. Uh, Colonel Allen West, uh, Chuck Heath, Sarah Palin's brother, um, General Jerry Boykin, and then. It about two years ago, I, I was told, you know, you can't make this too religious. And I kept thinking, but God's not a religion. God's our creator. How do I bring this all together? We had a kid interview, um, John Lyons. He's the most famous horseman 
uh, in the United States. Well, anyway, during the interview, Hannah asked him, who's your favorite person in history? And he said, Jesus Christ. And it was like, yes, we have the First Amendment. We have the freedom of speech. I can put scripture up on we the kids. So that's how it began. Two years ago, what I realized, it, I, it, it came to me that everything that is being done with We the Kids is to return God to America's story. It's been taken out, prayer's been taken out, and our job with We the Kids is to return God to America's story. That's our purpose. That's what we're doing. I met Colonel John about, I don't know, maybe five, six years ago at a rally that Steve Bronco was uh, putting on in Florida. I talked to Colonel then about doing Billy Eagle and the Colonel. Uh, and our, what we intend on doing is making 52 videos with Billy Eagle and the Colonel. And now it's Billy Eagle and the Colonel plus the We the Kids Liberty Players. So Colonel John is a very big part of what's going on with teaching the Constitution and founding documents to kids. Colonel John Eidsmo, welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live, sir. Well, thank you. It's great to be with you. Now, usually on the radio, I'm given orders, not taking orders. How's this going to work, sir? You know, when the colonel's in the house, well, you take orders, duty. don't you? Well, we have to both give orders and take orders, depending on where we are in the chain of command. And, and we, the kids, Judy is the head of the chain of command, although above her, of course, is our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen to that. Now, an interesting quick story. An interesting quick story about my life. I was, um, you know, in the beginning of my radio career, I was going to get a, oh, what do they call those? An agent and all this kind of stuff and move to a big city because that's how you get known. That's how you get. Uh, and the Lord led me to marry a girl and have eight children and do a different plan. I bring that all up because at first I wondered, man, how am I ever going to do radio and, and make a difference? How am I going to? Uh, and so I'm going along in my little teeny radio career and all of a sudden, I'm at a radio broadcast convention, and I get this uh, guy come over to me from a big radio network. It was called Talk America at the time, and uh, the guy's now passed away that made this offer to me. He said, Sam, you know what? You do a great show, and I'd love to syndicate you and put you on several hundred radio stations. Um, And if you do one thing for me, then I'll do this. I said, what is it? He said, you got to quit talking about God so much. You've just got to leave that alone, buddy. And if you do it, I'll make you a big talk show host. And I, at the time, just told him, if God's out, I'm out. Can't do it, won't do it, not interested. And he said, you're missing a great opportunity. If you change your mind, let me know. I turned down that opportunity that day and never, I'm going to say it again, never uh, regretted it. Uh, It seems like when we turn to God, he makes more out of our lives than we can make out of our own lives, Colonel. Absolutely. And, you know, when Judy talks about bringing God back into the classroom and back into our constitutional thinking. We need to understand that the Constitution is based upon principles found in God's Word. First of all, a high view of God and His law. You look at the Declaration of Independence, and we clearly say there that we're entitled to our independence by the laws of nature and of nature's God, and go on to say that all men are, let's see, what does that say, evolved? No, it doesn't say evolved equal. It says created equal, which is the only basis for equality, and that we are endowed not by our government with certain negotiable privileges, but by our Creator, 
with certain inalienable rights. So that's the first principle. The second principle is a low view of man and his nature. The framers recognize that people are sinners, and therefore they need government to restrain sin, but we also recognize that those who run the government have the same sinful nature as everybody else, and so we don't want to trust the government with too much power. I think a Lord Acton's famous statement that power tends to corrupt, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Most people are familiar with that, but they don't know the next sentence of Lord Acton's statement, which was, and great men are almost always bad men, and therefore their power needs to be restrained. And that's what the Constitution seeks to do, to limit the powers of government, to separate them into legislative, executive, and judicial branches, to provide checks and balances, to guarantee certain rights to individual citizens that even a majority cannot take away. But ultimately, when we get to the ratification clause of Section Article 7 of the Constitution, we see that this is all done in convention in the year of our Lord, 1787. That's not just a reference to God. That's a reference to our Lord Jesus Christ. It's also reference to where God placed us in history, which I think is really important as we get hooked on history and as we carry out this dream that one person has, the power of one is incredible, then two people, then the few, then the many. And we work on this together. Now, you guys are working on making 52 videos of Billy Eagle and the Colonel. You're the Colonel in this uh, series, right? Well, it might be easier if I was Billy Eagle, but I guess I'm stuck with being the Colonel. Yes, I did serve 23 years with the Air Force as an Air Force judge, advocate, or lawyer, and I'm serving with the State Guard right now. In fact, I just got back late last night from the State Con- or the National Convention of the State Guard Association of the United States. I gave one lecture to the lawyers and another lecture to the chaplains, law and gospel, as we sometimes say. And natural or God-given law is not at odds with the gospel, but of course, man-made <laughs> prose before the law oftentimes are. But when you put God and moral law together, um, you've got a winning argument every time. Absolutely. Now, the website that you're with, with uh, Roy Moore and others is... Dad, who was a real friend of mine, and that was W. Cleon Skousen, and some of his works, The Making of America and others, were a great influence on me and on some of the work that I did. Well, we need to apply the 28 principles to attorneys, and then we'll have a 5,000-year leap in how we deal with legal matters before God and man. Morallaw.org is the website you're with, right? That's right. All right. Uh, let's come back now and talk about these 52 videos of Billy Eagle and the Colonel for a minute. Um, the whole goal is to teach the Constitution? To teach the Constitution as the framers intended it, which was in accord with biblical principles. And I remember when I was practicing law up in Minnesota that senior counsel of the law firm that I was working with who lectured nationwide on appellate advocacy, brief writing, and so on, he used to say you should never write a legal brief on a level that is above a sixth-grade level. And if you can't take a legal concept and get it down to the level that a sixth-grader can understand, you probably don't fully understand it yourself. And so that's what we're trying to do here. We're trying to take the basic concepts of the Constitution, which are biblical concepts, and put these in terms that we, the kids— or they, the kids, can understand. 
Ladies and gentlemen, this is an incredible, ambitious project. 52 videos. So Billy Eagle is a kid, right? That's right. He, he's got a, just a remarkable voice for a young kid, and he just sounds great, and he plays the part well, saying, I got to fly as Billy Eagle and so on, and things like that. Yes, he's great. All right, we're going to talk more about Billy Eagle and the Colonel and the videos they're doing. We're trying to figure out how to bring some of that to the radio via the uh, kids' radio program uh, and more. So we got a lot of work cut out for us. we got a lot of good people doing a lot of wonderful things. How do we bring it all together in a functional way? And then most importantly, how do we get everyone involved? How do we spread the word and how do we let mothers know about it and homeschoolers and everybody? And how do we bring children into the mix? That's the goal, because our liberty depends on the next generation. Hang tight, folks. Exposing corruption. Informing citizens. Pursuing liberty. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Wendy King. President Trump gave a speech in Atlanta on Friday. We're going to make 2020 a chance. We're going to give it really something. We're going to make it a chance that you take, but it's not a chance because you know exactly what's happening. But the president's visit to Atlanta brought protesters. The impeachment inquiry released two more transcripts in which top national security officials described the tension over backdoor efforts to deal with Ukraine run by Rudy Giuliani and endorsed by the president. Army Lieutenant Colonel Alexander Vindman also said there was no question that the president was proposing a trade, an Oval Office visit by Ukraine's president for a public investigation of Joe Biden and his son. On Wall Street on Friday, the Dow was up six, the S&P up eight, and the Nasdaq up 41. This is USA Radio News. Do you have an idea for an invention or new product? Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Then call InventHelp now. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential and explains every step of the invention process. We create professional materials representing your idea and submit it to companies who are looking for new ideas. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We also offer services including 3D modeling and animation demonstrating your idea, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to show InventHelp client ideas to additional companies. Join the thousands of people just like you who chose InventHelp to pursue their idea. We are experienced. We are working for you. We are InventHelp. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. The CDC has released the latest report on the number of deaths associated with vaping. John Clemens reports. The CDC reports the number of cases appears to be on a downward trend, but some states continue to be hard hit by the number of cases. Dr. Ann Shuckett is the deputy director of the CDC. There are now 2,051 cases of e-cigarette or vaping product-associated lung injury reported from 49 states, D.C., and the U.S. Virgin Islands. Unfortunately, 39 people have died from this condition as of November 5th, and we are aware that additional investigations are ongoing. Paperwork filled out in Alabama puts billionaire Michael Bloomberg on the way towards a presidential run in 2020. 
An advisor to the former New York City mayor says Bloomberg plans to skip early voting states if he launches a presidential bid. You're listening to USA Radio News. Ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to the one and only Liberty Roundtable Live. Hey, it's time for Billy Eagle and Colonel John. Hi, Colonel. It's very nice to see you. Well, Billy Eagle, it sure is nice to see you. I have a question, Colonel. Sure, Billy, what's your question? The other day, when I was at the nest, my mother and father were talking about rights. My mother said it wasn't about flying around in circles and that I should ask you what rights are. So what are rights? That is a good question. And for someone like your mother, flying around in circles might be one of her rights. That wouldn't be one of my rights because I don't do that very well. Sometimes when we talk about... There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I don't want to play it all because I want you to go to the website. And I want you to watch these videos. Audio uh, does a great job in educating, but it doesn't do justice to some of the video stuff and some of the, what they're putting together. Uh, Colonel, where do you go for this? Is it just wearekids.us? Judy could probably answer that better than I could. She knows the technical details on that. I just provide the Constitution concept or content. Judy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Um what we're doing with that, that's part of the radio clip that we're doing, but it's an example of what the videos are going to be like. Um, so right now we're recording, as Lydia told you, for Fox Radio, and that will be part of uh, their that show. Okay, and what we're doing then is taking that written content. Um, as you know, it's kind of like you take a stage play and then you turn it into a screen play, and then you okay, it evolves uh, as we go, if you will. And you're putting it together uh, and working on getting these videos produced now, but they will be at WeTheKids.us when they're available, right? Yes. All right, Judy. What can yes. people best yeah. do if they want to help this project move forward? What What can we do? Um. You can sign up on We the Kids and get a for our email. Um, we're always looking, of course, for donations. We really would appreciate that. Uh, we have a GoFundMe campaign going for the money to do the 52 videos with Colonel John and Billy Eagle. So anything would be appreciated. The biggest thing is we're looking for volunteers to get involved in their communities with their kids to do projects. And all I need to do is that I can be called about that email or sign up on We the Kids. All right, Colonel, uh, as you're involved in this, you mentioned writing a legal brief that a sixth grader could understand. I think that's an incredible concept because I think that's what the founders really did with the supreme law of our land. The average person of the day could understand. Farmers could read it. You didn't need to be a, quote, rocket scientist. As I mentioned in the first hour of the program, uh, before uh, many of you joined, I mentioned that, you know, it reminds me of the biblical days where back in the day, the kings and the lords and stuff would say, let me tell you what God says. And then the printing presses came out and, and absolutely um dedicated people 
uh, memorized and transcribed scripture and different things. And before you know it, now we don't need someone to tell us what the word of God says. We can study it for ourselves. And the founders had that vision when it came to the supreme law of our land, the Constitution, where they wanted everybody else to understand it. They did a masterful job at breaking down the uh, complicated concepts into simple components that the rest of us mere mortals like me could get, etc. cetera. Uh, but the Colonel John Eidsmo, an attorney, and et cetera, um, how do you boil that down in modern day? It's uh, tough, but when you work with a kid, hey, you can get it done, right? Well, sometimes you need to re-explain it a little bit in simpler language. It usually helps you to understand it better. But one of the things that when I'm teaching constitutional law, I require my students to read the Federalist Papers. This is a series of essays by Alexander Hamilton and James Madison and John Jay, editorials and newspapers telling people that they should support the Constitution and explaining its concepts to them. I have my students read those, and they tell me that it's interesting and stimulating, but that it's the hardest thing they've had to read in their entire academic careers. And I many times tell them, well, the reason it seems so hard is that it is written to a very elite audience, and that is the farmers of colonial America. <laughs> and I tell them many times, you're having more difficulty with this because you've had a public school education, which they didn't have, and some of you have had your academic growth stunted still further by four years at a state university. But that if you read and study, you might be able to pull yourself up by the bootstraps and maybe remotely approach the level of intellectual sophistication of the farmers of colonial America. I've only got four boys and four girls, eight children, and we homeschooled them until they got old enough and we put them in a private school because... Uh, there's some uh, things that we just didn't have the ability to teach them with regards to science and math and some of those other uh, skills, physics and things like we that. We homeschooled ours as well. Uh, but I bring this up because it reminds me, number one, a child shall lead them is, is kind of what comes to mind here a little bit. And it also comes to mind that one of the greatest aids in helping us gain a true education, uh, you got to understand words. And you got to understand their origins. You got to understand uh, what words mean and how they're used. And, and the vocabulary is kind of the great key to the exercise in addition to learning to read. I know those sound so basic. Many people think they're beyond those skills. But the 1828 dictionary has been absolutely critical uh, in our education, Colonel. Absolutely. And Noah Webster producing that dictionary, he did a remarkable job. Yes, he did. All right, uh, so let's move along here a little bit. Is Peter with us? Peter, are you there? He will be in just a second. All right, so we'll get Peter. Uh, and how about um, Daryl? Is he available? All right, we'll try to get Daryl, too. He's the father uh, of Billy Eagle, if you will. And it's kind of interesting to talk about how all that came about. Who's the creative genius behind all this stuff? To do these videos, to grab the colonel, to put a kid with an attorney, uh, or, or really a master of the law, so to speak. Who came up with that idea, Judy? I believe the original idea is Judy's. And anyway, I put together the tentative outline of the 52 videos that we'll do. But the idea itself came from Judy herself. And it's taken a little while, but it seems like within the last few months especially, the idea has really taken off. Your radio program, the radio program there, and 
Pennsylvania and others and so on. And now, of course, we need some funding to help produce this. We're not trying to make money off it, but it does cost money to produce a quality video, and we want this to be quality. But anyway, it seems like right now it's taking off, and that's thanks to people who do what you do, because, you know, we can come up with the content, and we can put it into a form, but somebody needs to get it out to the people, and that's where you come in. I'm just kind of a high-tech redneck. I don't know much, but I sure try hard. (laughs) <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Between you and me, then, is I'm not very high tech. When, when we say we don't really want to make money, I agree that our goal is not to make money. However, understand this, ladies and gentlemen. When we receive the funding, we consider it to be sacred funding. Uh, and yes, um, if we have more money than a project takes, what we're going to do with that money is we're going to filter that into uh, another project uh, that carries forward the sacred, rich history um, that we fight so hard to preserve and to protect and to promote and to maintain. And so I guess what I'm getting at is there's we've been highlighting almost for two hours, all the great people working together on these incredible projects. And so, uh, you know, understand that if there's more funding, 52 videos might become 104. Uh, You know what, where you're building a boat, you might be able to build a boat in more locations. Um, you know, where you're working on a radio show, you might be able to make the radio show available on more radio stations uh, and or a, a little longer of a radio show. You know, when you get hooked on history, there's no end to the educational projects uh, that we can do, um, because you know what? In America, we have, what, 330 million people and we haven't even touched a tenth of them yet. And that doesn't even count. We need to be a light on a hill to the world. Colonel, I mean, this American freedom experiment the founders engaged in, it set America up to be a Christian beacon on a hill for what the whole world is at 7 billion people or something. That's about what it is now, I guess. But at the time when Jesus spoke about being a city on a hill, of course, the population was less. And then when John Winthrop said to the Puritans as they were ready to come over to America on the Arabella in 1630, and he said that we will be as a city on a hill, that is, the eyes of the world will be watching us in our experiment in godly freedom, and that if we aren't faithful to the calling that God has called us to, the commission he has given us, then... God will turn his favor from us, and we will be nothing but a curse and a byword in the land, as he puts it. Bottom line is, keep his commandments, and you're blessed, and you shall prosper. Uh, In the Bible, it says, if we uh, repent and turn away from our sin, he will heal our land and protect us. That's a fundamental understanding that I think we need to shout from the rooftops, to say the least. All right, I'm Sam Butchman. We got a lot of people on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. I hope I'm making sense to everyone and putting it all together. They got a lot of projects going on. WeTheKids.us is the place to start your vertical education on this thing. They're doing a phenomenal job, and we need to let everyone know about it. Attention, Liberty News Radio listeners. Hard-hitting talk radio has never been and never will be supported by the mainstream in America. Hard-hitting talk radio is taking on the mainstream press like never before. News the networks refuse to use is one of the best ways to educate people. 
we invite all liberty-loving Americans to join with us to restore the principles of our founding fathers and promote God, family, and country in the media and our lives. Please help spread the Liberty message with your generous donation. You can go online at libertynewsradio.com right now and make a donation online. Or call 801-756-9133 and make a donation over the phone. That's libertynewsradio.com and 801-756-9133. Make a donation today. As the United States boldly stepped forward in the glorious light provided by its new constitution in 1787, the nations of the earth were in awe of the newfound strength and hope of this free land. Today, the nation stands at a crossroads. A divergence from the original intent put forth in the United States Constitution has brought grave threats to our beloved nation. A miracle is needed if the United States is to survive. That miracle is again the pure application of the United States Constitution. I'm Scott Bradley. In my To Preserve the Nation book and lecture series, I bring forth truths that will help raise up a new generation of statesmen like those noble Americans who founded this land. Vigorous application of these principles will invigorate and restore the nation, and we may become again the freest, most prosperous, most respected, and happiest nation on earth. Visit topreservethenation.com to begin that restoration. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I think I'm a little bit derelict in my duty. Veterans Day is coming up in two days on Monday. We will be celebrating that on your radio, of course, and uh, telling stories and uh, talking about our appreciation for wonderful, wonderful service rendered in our sacred cause. And I'm derelict in my duty because I should have made sure that the Colonel John Eidsmo, morallaw.org, understands and appreciates our, our, well, that he understands we appreciate him and his service and, and all of his colleagues who do serve in the armed forces. You know, there's a problem. I don't want to be part of the military industrial complex and promote war by any means. We want to follow the Prince of Peace. Uh, but we need to understand that appreciation for those who have suffered greatly and sacrificed greatly from George Washington's army right on through to today. We want to make sure they're never forgotten. So, yes, we're not pro-war, but we are pro self-defense and national defense, and we are pro-protecting the principles that made America great. And so I want to thank the colonel for his service uh, and all veterans. And usually when you do that, they get embarrassed and they, they say, no, not me, I'm not, you know, but we are grateful for them. And let's never forget that. Judy, you want to make a quick point on that? Uh, I think just talking about the colonel, he's one of the greatest guys that I've run into in a long time. He is such a giving, loving man. And, of course, my family, my dad, my brother, uh, my uncles all served. Um, My dad was in World War II, and they all served. So, yes. We All right. I just want to remember our veterans. I just wanted to make sure we acknowledge them, and especially with um, the colonel in the mix. Now let's go to Peter Robin. He uh, is with Teach Our Christian Heritage. Not to mention Drums of Freedom. Welcome, sir. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. And uh, my last name is actually pronounced Robine, like a turbine, but Robine. 
it looks like Robin because it's spelled R-O-B-Y-N, but the pronunciation is Robine, like a turbine. But thank you. Robine. I appreciate it, sir. So tell me, first off, a little bit about you and how you got involved in Teach Our Christian Heritage, sir. Sure. Well, you know, my uh, my interests really go back to my childhood. Uh, like Judy said, um, my dad also served in the Army for four years during World War II. And he would be 99 right now if he were still alive. Unfortunately, he passed uh, many years ago. But um, we were just born with the patriotic um, um, fervor in, in, you know, in our souls. We love our country. And, you know, you have to ask, you know, why do we love our country so much? And for some really great basic reasons, such as we love our freedom. But we love our country because it's a good country. It's the country that was ordained by God. All right, Peter. Uh, it's a lot of hard work, but it's critical for people to understand our rich, sacred heritage. Tell me about Drums of Freedom. Thank you very much. And it is absolutely critical that uh, we reintroduce our Christian story into this country, and that's that's why we have uh, Teach Our Christian Heritage. is an organization I started a few years ago that uh, we're getting up and running right now. And uh, what I do with Teach Our Christian Heritage is, one, is to work with legislators to write laws that will require that our school system— put the word our in quotation marks. It's really not our school system. We pay for it. But this is a school system that— unfortunately now is run by the Democratic political party, and they seek to change this country into something other than it was intended to be, other than what it has been traditionally. This is the world's bastion of uh, freedom, and that uh, Democratic political party is seeking to destroy that and to turn us into uh, just another totalitarian state. So... um, and this is, what we, this is why uh, it's important that we teach this. Um, the other thing we do with, with Teach Our Christian Heritage is a public performance called The Drums of Freedom. And with The Drums of Freedom, we combine music with an educational program about our country. And the reason we have the music is simply practical. It's to get people to show up. And when, when they do show up to see the music, you know, we get their attention and then we give them the information and talk to them about things that they need to know. And um, what we do is uh, we talk about four things, the Declaration of Independence, our Constitution, our wonderful free market capitalist economic system, which provides for upward mobility, which means no matter where you're born on the economic ladder in this country, you can go up that ladder. And most importantly, we talk about the presence of God in the history and the establishment of this country. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listen to this for a second. of the drums for freedom. You know what makes me think of freedom so much? You know what makes me think of freedom so much? When I hear drum and fife, it just instantly says, screams freedom, doesn't it? 
It does, right? And, and we had a uh, prayer rally for our president locally here in Savannah at uh, Johnson Square. You know, Savannah is a beautiful, beautiful city. We have these uh, n- a number of these uh, s- small parks all around the downtown historic district. They're called squares. They're all different, beautiful, big, majestic live oak trees with Spanish moss. Many of them have statues, fountains, just just beautiful. And the first square that was established by uh, General James Edward Oglethorpe in 1733 is Johnson Square, named after the governor of, of uh, South Carolina at the time. And uh, we had a prayer rally, and many of our patriotic Christian friends came down to the, to the prayer rally. We had homemade signs. We did this informally, you know, no permits, just we just friends showing up, and we had prayer uh, for our president there a week ago. And at the end of the event, a friend of ours showed up in Revolutionary War era uh, soldiers, you know, uh, you know, clothing, and he had uh, the the period drum that you strap on around your your neck, and and a big American flag with the the thirteen uh, stars, the circle of stars, the Betty uh, Betty Ross Betsy Ross flag, and you know, really just topped off the evening. It was just wonderful to see uh, a Revolutionary War hero soldier with a drum and, and the flag. I wouldn't be complete, Peter. If I didn't mention another one of your projects, first off, Peter's an entrepreneur for 35 years, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, he reminds me of myself in, in, in many ways in that regard. But he's also the founder of History Strips. Tell us a little bit about that, because I think that's an incredible project that we can't leave out, sir. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you know, it's funny. This, this come up last, but this was my, my first uh, patriotic endeavor. Um, when my son was growing up in Connecticut, in a, a wealthy town, no reason for bad education here. And when he was growing up, I was learning that he was not learning anything about our country in school. And, you know, one of the greatest, best ways to learn about history is with a timeline. So I, I drew up this design, and there's no line per se, but the years run across the bottom. And it's a very colorful chart, a lot of pictures. And the information on the chart is priority-based about what is most important about our country's founding, development, and defense. So there's a mural across the top of important scenes of the day, and this first chart goes from 1761 to 1812. So this is the first uh, period of American history uh, after the colonial era, but going back 15 years before the Declaration, and it goes up to the War of 1812. So the first period of, of America's history. And uh, there's a mural across the top of, with important scenes of the day. Um, uh, the uh, uh, Battle of Bu- uh, Bunker Hill, um, the um, Boston Tea Party, uh, the crossing of Delaware, the White House being built, the Corps of Discovery, um, uh, and, and Pat, the first one is Patrick Henry, I'm just recalling this. Patrick Henry uh, talking to the Virginia House of Burgesses, and Patrick Henry was one of our leading founding fathers who was calling from, for independence from Great Britain. And the reason for that call was because under King George III, we were living in ever-increasing uh, oppressive uh, tyranny here in the States, in, in the colonies. And it was became just absolutely untenable 
They are posting soldiers in our homes. You know, a lot of the hardships that our colonial uh, founding fathers and colonial Americans went through were the very things that the same group of people sought to prevent us having to endure in the future by protecting us from these hardships in the uh, Bill of Rights. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Peter Rovine with us. And Peter, we're going to have you back for a longer segment. We've been highlighting a lot of the projects we the kids.us are putting together, and we're going to circle back and have a bunch of interviews with longer segments, and we'll have you back on what you're doing. We're about out of time, but I want Judy to wrap up. You know what? We're bringing the Constitution and American history back to life for our children through our children. Judy, why don't you wrap up for us real quick? And then again, we will circle back and have longer. radio shows with with all these people and and focus a little bit more in detail on their projects and what they're doing because it's incredible and it requires not only a radio show but it's going to require a, a series of shows on these incredible we are kids um or we the kids dot us topic judy well everyone i work with as you can see are just serious people that are very concerned about what's going on in america The five projects that we are currently really focusing on is radio. Uh, That's with the Colonel. Uh, We will have guests on there, uh, living historians such as General Grant. General Grant's an educator for We the Kids. Uh, We the Kids is teaching Constitutional Live with David Barton, the Wall Builders program. Uh, We've already talked about 52 videos that we're working on. And then what I want to do, and I've done this, several times now, is start We the Kids Pledge of Allegiance groups across America. I was given permission from the Red Skelton Foundation to use his wording. Um, So that's one of my big goals that needs to be brought in, not only having kids say it, but understanding what they're saying. And coming in 2020, which sounds awful, we have We the Kids History Trackers uh, Across America Club. What we will be doing is having clubs, uh, it will include Peter Robine, it will include Steve Bronca with Sequest Kids. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're flat out of time. I don't even want to spend time making sure to thank each person because there's too many of them. And I don't want to miss anybody and I don't want to blow it. But I will tell you this right now. It is about getting hooked on history. It is about teaching our Christian godly heritage. It is about the supreme law of our land, the Constitution, and our cause for liberty is sacred. Loving liberty is key to the restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Learn more, wethekids.us. That's wethekids.us. I'd like to thank everyone for everyone on the broadcast. Uh, We declare we the people. And we the kids, along with the grace of the Almighty, we can and will restore our grand old republic. Please get involved, make it a great day, and choose the right, will you? We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States of America.